This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. When our suffering leads to sin, because see, people want to say that when you're suffering that you did something wrong. Oh, come on now. You, 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 you're suffering, your, your rent about to get past due, or uh, you're on your way to the unemployment line. And somebody would say, well, that's because they, they're not living right. They don't know you. God knows you. I'm here to help somebody this morning. So you are, you, we, I know it's, it's, it's easy to understand or to think or believe that because we're suffering that maybe it's something we did. And we'll start thinking that about ourselves. We will. We will. Sometimes we're our worst critics. Bless God. So let's do a quick review. In chapter 1, the Lord told Satan, Satan, have at him. Have at him. But do not kill him. See. And so what happened? Job lost his, his home. He lost his wealth. He lost his children. And the only thing he had left was his wife. And what does God do? He comes back in the next chapter and says, hey, 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 Satan. Check out my, my guy, Job. He's, he's a good guy. He shuns sin. And eventually he tells Satan, look, go ahead and have at his body, but do not kill him. So now he has lost his children. He has lost his home. He has lost his wealth. And now he has lost his health. Is the man suffering? He's suffering. And later on, his wife tells him, look, are you still holding on to your integrity? Are you still, are you still being faithful? Curse God and die. You see, what happens is we literally, we will literally um, go through something and we'll keep our mouths shut. We'll, anybody, is there anybody other than me who will be going through something and won't tell anybody? Oh, you, t- you, you tell yours. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But his wife told him to curse God and die. Well, what about his friends? He had three friends. They came to, to be with him in his mourning, and they sat with him in the ashes seven days and seven nights. And after a while, they started to speak, and they started to say things about God that was not right. And in the end, God rebuked them. But church, we're here this morning to talk about that there was another character who's on the scene. Amen? There's another character who's on the scene down in chapter 32. Verse 1. So these three men ceased to answer Job because he was righteous in his own eyesight. And Eli, Elihu, the son of Barako, a Buzite, of the family of Ram, became angry. He was angry at Job because he justified himself rather than God. Verse 3. 
He was angry also at Job's three friends because they had found no answer, although they had declared Job to be in the wrong, verse 4. Now Elihu had wanted to speak to Job because they were older than he, and when Elihu saw that they were, there was no answer in the mouth of those three men, he became angry. Verse 9, verse 6. And Elihu, the son of Barako, the Buzite, answered, I am young in years, and you are aged. Therefore, I was timid and afraid to declare my opinion to you. Verse 7. I said, let days speak, and many years teach wisdom. But it is in the spirit of a man the breath of the Almighty that makes him understand. It is not the old that are wise, nor the aged that understand what is right. Oh, Jesus. I didn't write this. So don't send me emails and texts. <laughs> he says, it is not the old that are wise, nor the age that understand what is right. Church, the Holy Spirit is the author of wisdom, endowing us with the capacity to know and make sense of life. Thus knowledge and wisdom are the Holy Spirit's gift to us. So this young man had gotten mad. Something was bubbling up on the inside of him. Anybody been there? Amen? Amen? Sometimes folks want us to sit and be quiet. But the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit hits you, sometimes you can't hold your peace. Anybody but me? Praise him. Praise him. This young man was filled with the Spirit. Verse, verse 10. Therefore, he says, this is it. he says, therefore, I say, listen to me, and let me also declare my opinion. Behold, I waited for your words. I listened for your wise saying while you searched out what to say. Verse 12. I gave you my attention. This brother's being kind, isn't he? And behold, there was none that confuted Job or that answered his words among you. He's being patient. He's being respectful. So young people, just because the Holy Spirit boils up in you does not give you a reason to be disrespectful mm. to your elders. Amen? Mm. Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. 16. And shall I wait? Because they do not speak, because they stand there and answer no more. Verse 17, I also will give my answer. I also will declare my opinion, 18, for I am full of words. The brother said he's full. <laughs> he says, for I am full of words. The spirit within me, come on, come on, constrains me. Sometimes you can't hold it. Sometimes you just got to get up and walk out of the room. See? The young man was filled with the spirit. Down at uh, 22. 
For I do not know how to flatter, else, <laughs> else my maker soon do what? Take me away. So such a young man, he had a lot of sense, didn't he? Come on. Elihu said Job's suffering would not go away until he realized his present sin. He also said that Job's attitude became arrogant. See, he says, he says, look, man, your attitude has become arrogant because you think you're so arrogant and so righteous that you know that you've done nothing wrong, so you can, you can just be arrogant with it. But Elihu is telling him, man, your suffering's not going to end until you deal with this sin, with the present sin, with your arrogance sin. Sometimes we can be so righteous. Sometimes we can be so holy. Come on. That we can't stand ourselves. Amen. Amen. Praise him. In, the, in, in verse 8, he, he, said, he, he declared that a person's understanding is not due to their age or station in life. Rather, it is a result of the operation of the Holy Spirit. Amen? 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 Got nothing to do with how old I am. I'll be 68 years old in five months. Praise him. But that does not make me wise. You didn't come here today to hear from me. You came here to hear a word from the Lord, didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? I'm trying to get out of the way here. I'm, tr I'm trying to get out of his way because he wants to bless somebody. He wants to bless somebody who's been suffering, somebody who has been, who has been suffering, and somebody else who's been holding, holding their peace, see? And what he wants us to know is that there is no wisdom. It does not matter how old you are. To God, age is only a number, not a sentence. And your sin is not unto death. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how, how many countries you've traveled to or all, all the things that you've seen. No, no. If the Lord sees fit, he'll endow you with some wisdom. But you've got to humble yourself. Come on. You've got, you've got to humble yourself, church. In the end, what broke Job was not the suffering. It was the not knowing why. He was suffering. It, it wasn't the suffering. It was, it was that he didn't know why. He didn't understand why. And the reason he didn't, he didn't know why is because he didn't know God. Help me, Jesus. We can be so righteous. We can be, we can be a deacon in the church. We can be doing all those things and not know God. Come on now. You, get, you, can, you, can, you can get all dressed up on Sunday morning, uh, have your special place to sit. And be there every Sunday and not know God. Amen, church. Amen, Amen walls. Amen. <laughs> Shame the devil. Amen. 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 He didn't know God, church. He didn't know God. And when God finally spoke to Job, he didn't answer. Instead, he drove home the point that it is better to know God than to know the answers. Oh, come on, church. Come on, church. Somebody's wondering why this is going on in your life. Oh, come on. 
or why that's happening in your life. Look, it's better to know God than know the answer. Come on. Come on. Because when you really know God, when you really know him, it doesn't matter about the answer. Amen. When you really know him, you know that in the end, you're going to win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what I look like right now. It doesn't matter how, if I'm suffering right now. Look, I had, look for the last five months, um, I'm, I'm going to share this. For the last five months, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been suffering with pain. But I don't take, I don't take that medicine stuff. I don't take all those, co- whatever they call them, codeines. Or what, I don't take it. I don't take it. You know why I don't take it? Because I know my God. Hallelujah. I know my God. The last time I stood before you, I was in pain. But I know my God. See, I know my God. He's in charge of all this stuff. He's in charge of everything. So so don't question why. Well, God, why this happened to me? No. Know your God. At the end of the day, when the dust settles, you better know your God. Amen. 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 Don't know me. Don't know pastor. Know your God. Know your God. Know your God. You go to work tomorrow and you walk in that, in that place and everybody looking at you like you strange, like, you, like, like something's wrong. Look, the Holy Spirit's all over you and they can't stand it. But you know your God. Amen. 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 Job didn't know God. He didn't know God. And when God finally answered him, he didn't give him, he didn't, he didn't offer an answer to the reason why he, would, he had blisters from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. He didn't answer the fact that he'd lost all, the, all his children, all his wealth, and all his land. What he, what he pointed out was the fact that Job did not know God. Amen? Amen. And in the final analysis, Job was suffering, be, Job was not suffering because of sin, He was sinning because he was suffering. Don't miss that, please. He was, the the brother was not suffering because he had done something wrong. He was suffering because he had been sinning. Oh, you didn't catch that. Okay. Anybody suffering here? Amen. 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 But your, but your suffering does not have to be because of some sin, some past sin. Your suffering is likely because your sin is likely because your suffering. Your suffering is, is because you're hurt. Oh, come on. Come on. So you're not suffering because you sinned. Your, 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 your sin is a result of your suffering. Did you get that? Your suffering is not because you did something wrong. Your suffering, your sin, and you're sinning because you've been suffering. Well, come on. Did, did anybody get that? Amen. Amen. Praise him. Amen. So let's address Job's current mental state. See, his only thought, 
His only thoughts were the present circumstances, not of the God who was bigger than his circumstances. The only thing Job was thinking about was what had happened to him. The only thing that Job was thinking about was what he had lost. The only thing that he contemplated on was the things that he had lost. He lost his children. He lost his money. He lost his wife. See, And we're going to get back to her in a minute. Amen. But the only thing he thought about was the stuff he lost. You, sometimes you got to let stuff go. Come on. You, you drop something, you, you, you drop something, and it's like, it's like the world is falling apart. No. Look, if you'll let something go for the body, of, for the kingdom of God, he'll triple that. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen? I'm jumping ahead of myself, but we're going to get there in six minutes. Amen? Amen? Amen. Don't, don't look. Don't fret over. Don't look. Don't. Don't badmouth God because of the losses in your life. Amen? Amen. Some things are going to come in your life and some things are going to go. Amen? Amen. This, did not, look, the Lord did not come here to stay. And there's some things that come into your life that are not there for good. Amen? Amen? Amen. 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 So, so what, what we think is going, what, what we think our present circumstances uh, is, our condition is, is really just a construct. Amen? A construct. Constructs are ideas or theories typically considered to be subjective and not based on empirical evidence. See? See? And there is no empirical evidence because there is no weapon formed against you that shall prosper. Amen. Amen. There is no empirical evidence because there is no problem that our God can handle. Amen. Amen. Praise him. Praise him. History is largely an ideological construct, construct packed with falsehoods. Why is that? Because largely because of the folk who write our history. Amen. Amen. Come on, praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him. Hallelujah. The God we serve is bigger than our current circumstances, church. Somebody's suffering here. Don't raise your hand. Somebody's suffering here. Don't worry. God is bigger than that. He's bigger than that. He's bigger than that. Amen? We tend to magnify these ill-conceived ideas about our present condition and tragic outcomes. Look, we're always driving, looking through the rearview mirror. Amen? Raise your gaze. Hallelujah. Raise your gaze. Look, look, look to the hills. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From where your help comes from. Don't, look, don't be looking at the, at, the, at the circumstances down here. God is bigger than that. Look to the hill. Raise your gaze. Amen. Amen. Raise your gaze. I, I know it don't look good. I know it probably don't feel good. You know, your condition, your condition may need some help, but your position is perfect. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 You're okay right where you're at. Amen. If you'll keep your eyes on the Lord, if you'll keep focused on your maker, it doesn't matter what your condition is like. Amen. It doesn't matter what it looks like to me. and It doesn't matter what it looks like to you. But if you'll keep serving him. Amen. 
You'll start seeing yourself the way he sees you. Amen. You'll start seeing the you that he created. The true you. Amen. As a servant of God. Hallelujah. 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 You're suffering from a, a broken heart or, or, or you, you, somebody, somebody hurts you. And in response to that suffering, you go off and be with somebody who is out of the will of God. Come on. Somebody or something. And that's what our suffering does. Our suffering, our hurt, our pain will drive us to do things we got no business doing. It'll drive us to things. It'll drive us to people. It'll drive us to folk. That we've got no business being around and things we got no business doing. That's when we got to understand that the God we serve is bigger than all that. Amen? Amen. If, he's, if, he's, if, he's, if you've suffered some kind of hurt, if you've suffered some kind of broken heart, if somebody has, has truly crushed you, don't worry about it. God got something better for you. Amen? He's got something better for you. Amen? Amen. We're going to get to it. You've been persecuted, talked about, lied on. Come on. Rent past due. Fresh on your way to the unemployment line. But your God is bigger than that. Amen? Your God, he's bigger than that. Amen? Amen. So there's, there's a few things you need to know about the here and now. There's a few things you know, need to know about where you're at right now and what your circumstances is right now, the here and now. Amen? The first thing you need to know, that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen? 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 Sometimes we are our worst critics. But Romans 8 and 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Put that in your here and now. Amen? Amen. There, that there is therefore now, right now, right, right now, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Pack that in your here and now. Amen? Put that in your reality. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's what else you need to know about the here and now. Pastor, you know, you're talking about you know, my present. You're talking about what's going on in my life. You're talking about what's really happening with you. Yes, put this in your here and now. Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purposed. Hallelujah. It shall accomplish that which I, I purposed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, look, look. God has, God has put a word. He has put a word in you, and it will not come back void. It shall accomplish everything that he sent it to do. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what your condition is. It doesn't matter how bad you're suffering. If God set a word loose in your life, it will not come back void. It will accomplish everything that he has purposed it to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put that in your hearing now. Put that in your hearing now, child of God. Put, put that there. No, don't, don't put anything else. Put that there. Amen? Amen? If God, if God has said a word, if, if God has put a word in your spirit, it shall accomplish everything that he has purposed. It will not come back to him, boy. No devil in hell is going to be able to stop it. Amen? Amen? If God said it, church, that settles it. Amen? 
Amen. 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 You may have to leave some folk behind. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Not everybody going to be able to go with you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> not everybody going to be able to go. You may, you may not, you may, not everybody going to be able to go. You know, we know that, Joe, that Joe's wife was, was not able to go. Amen. Amen. When the money was gone, when the house was gone, come on, come on. She left him, didn't she? And the Bible says she went out and laid in the grass with the cows, and she died. See? The grass is not always greener on the other side. I'm talking to somebody. I'm, 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 I'm talking to somebody. You, you, you think things have gotten, things have gotten difficult in your life and your situation, and you, you looking over here across the fence and th think you see something over the, Come on. You think you see something? Look, the grass is not always green on the other side. Amen. Amen. Job 42, 12. And this is what the Lord did. And the Lord blessed, blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. Hallelujah. <laughs> see that, see that girl, that girl, she she would she couldn't wait. She left it. You be careful about, you know. <laughs> Y'all be careful. And the Lord blessed him in his latter, in his latter days, beginning for, the, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, 1,000 female donkeys. He had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of his first daughter, Jemima. And he called the name of the second daughter, Kezra. And he named, and he named the third daughter, Karen Kupak. And all the land, there were found no women so fair as his daughters. You hear me, church? Did he bless that man? Did he bless him? Amen. Amen. You got to hold on because God's going to bless you. Amen. He's going to bless you. Here's what God, here's what God, this is what he did in response to, to, to what Joe did. He blessed Joe with more than he had. Amen. And here's what his word says about you. Luke, Luke 18, 29, 30. So he said to them, assuredly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or parent or brother or wife or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who shall not receive many times more in this present time. Hallelujah. 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 And in the age to come, eternal life. Church, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the suffering I'm doing, and you shouldn't worry about the suffering you're doing because as long as you're working and serving his kingdom, he's going to triple what you had. So don't worry about the things that you've lost. Amen? Don't worry about the things that you lost. God's providence says that in the end, you're going to win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the end, you're going to win. Why, Pastor Cole? Because you're winners. You're, you're winners, and his word says it. 
Don't, don't, don't worry about what it looks like right now. Don't worry about what your, your, your kitchen cabinet looks like right now or what kind of car you're driving or what kind of clothes you're wearing. Let me tell you something. God's got something far better than that for you. He's got something far better than that for you. Hallelujah. And if you'll just hold on, child of God, you, if you'll just hold on, child of God, he's going to bless you. He's going to keep you. He's going to move you up. He's going to open your gates. Hallelujah. He's going to expand your territory. And that's what he wants to do with you if you'll just hold on. Amen. If you'll just hold on. If you'll just hold on. Hold on and know and know that you're God. Is bigger than all this. God bless you. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.